Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever. As we roll into Holy Week, and indeed some of these will come out while we're in Holy Week, this is a special treat recorded to us. In 1975, Father James V. McKaminsky, S.J., the pastor at St. Xavier Church in Cincinnati, and the person who had recorded these talks on the seven last words of Christ, uh, passed the recorder on to a friend of my mother's, and she has the original recording, which is now digitized. And I think when you listen to Father Mick Kaminsky on the seven last words, you're going to love it. You will be touched. We're going to put these up one word at a time, the first word, then the second word, then the third word, and I'll try to space them out to make it into Holy Week, uh, but definitely by the time we get to Holy Thursday, all seven of them will be up so that you can listen to all seven, again, on Good Friday, if you wish. Enjoy now, Father James V. McKaminsky, S.J., Treore, The Seven Last Words of Christ. The fourth word, it is close upon the ninth hour, the third hour after midday, the one fixed by the eternal decree of God for the death of the man God. The feeling of abandonment which had caused our Redeemer to suffer an agony in the garden now returns. He has taken upon himself the sins of mankind. The whole weight of God's justice now presses on his soul. The bitter chalice of God's anger, which he is drinking to the very dregs, extorts from his lips the plaintive cry. It is his fourth word. My God, my God. Why hast thou forsaken me? The first three words of Christ on the cross were addressed to enemies, then to sinners, and then to saints. The next two will depict the sufferings of the God-man on the cross. The fourth word depicts the suffering of man abandoned by God. And the next one will depict the sufferings of God abandoned by men. Here I believe in this fourth word is the very high point of Christ's passion from the viewpoint of Christ as man. It shows how far God will go to lead men to him. Recall the words of St. John He came unto his own, and his own received him not. He was rejected by men. But all the while, at every second of his earthly existence, he had the consolation of knowing that he was doing his Father's will. 
He was united with his father. He had even as man the beatific vision we look forward to. Now in some strange way, mysterious way, that consolation is removed from Christ. This was the last and greatest thing he could possibly give away. It's the first cry of pain uttered by him. It's so terrible, it's so unforgettable, that even those who didn't understand the dialect he spoke remembered the sounds, and they gave us his exact words. Eloi, Eloi, Lama, Sabachthani, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Certainly there was some purpose for this terrible desolation of Christ. The purpose was to let us know what a terrible thing it is for human nature to be without God. It was the supreme act of atonement for three classes of people. For those who abandon God, for those who doubt the presence of God, and for those who are indifferent to God. Sin is the abandoning of God by man, the creature forsaking the Creator. As a flower might abandon the sunlight which gives it its strength and its beauty, Christ now atones for sin by accepting in his soul the effect of sin, the awful sense of homesickness and isolation, the loneliness of being without God. He atones now for those who abandon God or doubt his presence in their lives. For those who once had him, but have given him up for creatures. But above all, and I ask each of you to fix your gaze on the image of Christ as we ponder this thought. He was atoning for those who abandon God because they cannot feel him near. Those who fail to trust when the going is rough, who forget that their prayer in the Our Father is, Thy will be done, even though they don't know what that will may be or why. For all who succumb to the diabolical temptation of discouragement and even despair, for those who ask why, why is there evil and pain and suffering in the world, God? Why don't I have good health? Why am I poor? Why is my future so uncertain? Why don't I know when I am going to die so I can prepare for it? Why am I misunderstood? Why are my prayers not answered? Why did you take away my mother, my husband, my child? Why are my children causing me such torture when all I gave them was love? Why? 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 Reparation for these questions was made 
when God asked why of God. Don't you see? Christ is once again proving that he will never ask us to do anything for love of him which he has not already done for love of us. We can never say to Christ, you don't know what it's like to be blue and despondent and discouraged. You've never felt like this. He has felt it. He has felt it worse than any creature ever will. He uttered this fourth word to let us know that he too was abandoned. So that no matter how lonely we may be, God is never out of hearing. He has gone into the forests of loneliness and despondency and despair, but he has left his footprints so that you and I can find our way out. Take God's hand and follow him. Follow him in the dark. Trust him. Believe him. Say the poetic prayer which I have been privileged to give to so many despondent people in this church and in the parlor of the rectory. Trust him when dark doubts assail you. Trust him when trust is small. Trust him when simply to trust him is the hardest thing of all. You have been listening to a devotional episode of the Bellarmine Forum podcast on the seven last words of Christ, Treore, recording of Father James V. McKaminsky, S.J., in 1975 at St. Xavier Church in Cincinnati, Ohio. Production of this episode was underwritten by an anonymous donor that asks you to say your rosary daily. If you would like to underwrite production of the podcast, contact the forum using the contact form on the website bellamanforum.org or call us. This podcast is a production of the Bellarmine Forum, formerly known as the Wanderer Forum Foundation. Founded in 1965 on the heels of Vatican II as a faithful enclave of Catholic faith without all the progressive modernist confusion. Our producer sits at the right hand of the Father and will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead. Our executive director made all things visible and invisible. Our technical director is an unnamed angel assigned to us by the producer per show. The Bellarmine Forum is a nonprofit public charity, and all donations are tax deductible to the maximum extent permitted by law. Even if you don't have the funds to donate, say a Hail Mary. There's so many good things going on, and we see just the little things that we have even on the website touch lives all around the world. We have stories of parents who didn't realize that the catechism is unchanged and their children should learn about the sacraments. We have others that have put their whole family into the Marian Catechist program because they wanted to learn the faith. Those are all good things, and they come about through God using us to touch those people. And that happens through grace, and we get grace from prayer. So more important than the donations are the prayers. Keep continue to pray for the Bellarmine Forum. And hopefully you found this presentation of the seven last words of Christ as touching and bringing grace to you as we hope. This show is copyrighted by the Bellarmine Forum 2019 to the greater glory of God and the honor of his blessed mother.